Today on The Breakdown, it's the 2018 EPT Monte Carlo main event, and we're at the final table. Over 700,000 euro are available for first place. That's what's to be won. And Patrick Antonius, well, he's a bystander. Ola Shemian and Thomas Yuzonis get into a big hand when they both have big hands. Is this a cooler? Is there a way to get away from this for the loser? Is it possible? We're going to talk about it right now on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. Yep. We'd, uh, we've done a lot of Olashemian hands. We have. Uh, we've actually done a Thomas Yuzonis hand, which is a slight surprise, but we have. Yuzonis was the guy in the EPT where they were, where they same, actually they were at the final table also, it's right? the same final table. It was this final table when he yeah. folds the ace-king suited. Yep, against the, super the $5 fold. qualifier who had seven deuce. It turned out to be the mathematically correct fold on the turn, yeah. but he probably should have been moving in on the flop where he flopped the royal draw. He also could have four bet pre if he wanted to, but it, but who cares? Yeah. You want to call, that's fine, but you flop the royal draw, let's freaking go. If you guys haven't yeah. heard that one, you want to hear some Yuzonis talk because everybody loves a good Yuzonis session or two. Um, that one's called The $5 Qualifier Just Went Nuts with Seven Deuce. Yep, that's also a video. You can watch it our video on our YouTube channel. That's the Poker Guys. That's us. Hey, you know what else? We make other content. We make a sports betting podcast. That's true. Called Lighting Money on Fire. It's really fun. It, you don't have to really care about sports or betting, but it helps. It helps if you care about at least one of those two yeah, things. Yeah, but it, even if you don't, you can just enjoy a little cash time. <laughs> a little cash time with us. Yeah, that's true. But if you care about sports at all, specifically the NFL and the NBA for the most part, or you care about sports betting at all, this is for you. Yeah. We made this for you. Lighting yeah. money on fire. Don't miss it. Right. You know, there's other things not to miss. We, of course, have our Poker Time video series. We've got uh, Poker Science, which comes out every other week with Professor Colin West. who talks about mathy, more science-y type stuff with poker rather than, you know, the art of poker, which mm. we're doing at least a little more of. We are very artistic. Yes, we're like the Picassos, and he's like the, you the know, chips, the, the, the guy with the glasses. The chips are my paintbrush, bro. What? The chips are my paintbrush, bro. Dude, that's amazing. I say that every time I play, and people yeah. are like, what do you mean? And I'm like, you don't get it, you idiot. Yeah. You're just one of those people. You don't, yeah. You don't understand my craft. You say that as you're getting from the table because you just busted. Yeah, because I did a, a <laughs> bad painting. You, you, just, <laughs> you don't understand my craft. <laughs> Screw when people do that. All right, yeah. so let's get into this hand. All right, well, first hand. of all, it was suggested by Andrew Ryan. Good job, Andrew. This is a good hand. Yeah, two first names. So maybe also change that. one of them. But Which one and how and, and to what? I think you got to change the last one if you don't want two first names. I think that's how it works. Or you could maybe change your first name to a, a last name. Why, why the problem with two first names? Can we just explore this for 20 seconds, tops? Go. Yeah, there is no actual reason. It's okay. just kind of like a stigma situation where it's like, sorry, you're going to the prison camp. You got two first names. Wow. Yeah. That got pretty, pretty intense pretty fast. There. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't want to delve any deeper into that. That's bad. So if he was going to change his first name to a last name, what yeah. would be a good last name? Um, I think Anderson is good. And that can be a first name, but it's rarely a first name. Anderson, Anderson Cooper? Anderson Ryan, by the way, is an amazing newsman name. Because you're just saying that because of Anderson Cooper. Yes, I am. But it's great. Anderson Ryan's a great name anyway. Like, my name's Anderson Ryan. Well, you're rich. I don't need to know anything else about you. You're a rich guy. That's it. Congratulations, Richie. Richie Rich. The ones that, that don't work are the ones that are like uh, plural sounding, like Rogers. Mm, Rogers Ryan. Yeah. That's weird. That's actually a pretty sweet name. Also, a very rich person only could have that name. <laughs> they don't, Hello, they, <laughs> I'm Rogers Ryan, and this is my third favorite yacht. Yeah. 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 
Anyway, this is a poker podcast. Um, so we are at the final table. There's nine left or eight left? I think there's eight left. David Peters, I believe, is already gone. So I imagine the uh, the payout here at eighth is, is, is a mere pittance compared to that first place you alluded to in the opening. I'm going to take, by the way, David Peters is absolutely still there. He ends up finishing fourth. Um, with eight left, the, uh, the payouts are 68,000, sorry, 68,300 euro. And of course, yes, first place is 712,000 euro. There's a lot of money to play for right now. Yep. That's what I have to say about that. And indeed, there are eight left. I can confirm that. Thank you. I'm here to confirm things. All right, so let's get to it. Okay. We're at the 20K, 40K level. Got Ola Shemian with 3.7 million, so he's having a good tournament, as he often does. Yep. He is plus three, and he has queen-jack offsuit, um, and he opens. This is, like, slightly loose, I guess, but it's not terribly loose. Plus three, it's okay. And eight-handed, actually, so it's probably yeah, about right. that's fine. Yeah. Um, and Shemian opens a lot wider than most people anyway, and he's probably going to try to apply pressure, especially when he's at an EPT main final table rather than a high roller final table where the money means so much more to these guys. Yeah, and Yazonis is a great example of that, the guy who played ace-king suited so weak that yep. he ended up letting the qualifier beat him with seven deuce off in a spot which just should never have happened. And it yeah, is Yazonis' big blind. Uh, we got a guy named Sala who's not going to matter too much. He has 2.4 million. He calls in the hijack with two fives. And then Yazonis is in the big blind. He must have won some chips back after that hand because he's up to 4.35 million now. Nice. So over 100 bigs for Yazonis. Cool, cool. And he's got jack eight offsuit. Makes a very reasonable call out of the big blind. That does sound reasonable for yeah. sure. All right. So we got 330K going to the flop, which is a bingo bongo. A bong bing bong. I'm doing some scat poetry right now. That's good. No, just keep going. Beep, ba, da, boop. I'm sorry to the listeners that this is happening. <laughs> yeah. You know. I'm cultured. All right, so seven, nine, ten flop rainbow. Yuzonis flops the straight up nuts, yo. Not just the nuts. No, straight was, up nuts. I was trying to do a cool thing. Did you? It's not the immortal nuts. They are the mortal nuts. But did you do a cool thing? Yes, you said you're I did. trying to. Yes, I did. No, you did not. These are <laughs> flopping a straight is some of the most mortal nuts you can yeah. have. Yes, indeed. Very mortal. Um, and of course, Shemian flops an open ender with two overs. Yep. So Yuzonis is going to lead. He decides he's going to lead into his two opponents. What do you feel about this? I'm totally cool with this for a number of reasons. Uh, number one, I like this board texture to lead yep. um, into two opponents. This is exactly the kind of board texture you're often going to get a check through on the flop, which we don't want. Mm-hmm. Uh, a check raise is strong for sure, but often it's going to blow our opponents off hands that can call one bet, but can't call a check raise. Like ace nine suited or something like that? Yeah, that's a good example. There's, there's a lot of examples. Maybe yeah. even some 10s are just going to bet fold, honestly. I think if, you should probably be bet folding against the big blind a lot of the time with one pair hand if you're going to bet. Right, right. And this is why often they're going to check instead because yeah. they don't want to put themselves in the spot. If we've got a crazy reputation, check raising is probably better. If we don't, I like betting out here Yeah, for Michael Mizraki, check raising is probably better. Yeah, I, whatever you do as Michael Mizraki is going to be fine. As long as yeah. you take aggressive actions on the flop, be it lead or check raise, it's all good. Right. No one's going to believe you anyway. Yeah, but I would imagine Yuzonis has garnered a little bit of a tighter reputation by now. Yes, I so, would think so. Seven, nine, ten, three-way action here. If we're going to construct a leading range, mm. what do we want to include in that? Because it looks like we're including the nuts. That's a good thing to include, at least some, some combos of the nuts in the leading range. Maybe not all combos, but... A bunch of combos of the nuts. Yeah, and then probably we also put a lot of six eights in there, which is the second nuts. Okay, I'm down with that as well. Those are really good, of course, because we also don't block pairs and two pairs and sets and stuff like that, which is yeah. we want our opponents to have. I mean, we love that they could have two pair and not a set, really. But, you know, whatever. We're willing to yeah. go with 
with this hand, obviously. Do we want to incorporate some two pairs into our range? I think we could. I think 10-9 is a really good hand to donk here. It's, we're almost always going to have the best hand Yeah, 10-9. At the same point, it's okay not to always bet 10-9 because yeah. it's harder to get called by 10-9, right? Like, it's hard. when we have 10-9, it's harder to get called by things because now we're blocking um, hands that we'd want them to have. Like Ace-10, there's not as many of them. And yeah. even Ace-9 and things like that. Jack 10. So what do we want to include in our semi-bluff range? Because we shouldn't probably be leading with just like deuce three suited here. No, no. Well, well there's open-enders we can have, right? Just just eights. Any eight, eight. Any eight. Queen jack. King jack is a double gutter. That's cool. If we don't feel we have enough bluffs, it sounds like we do. But if we feel like we don't, we could also do eights that have a pair in them as well. Um, if we want to. Yeah. Um, it's okay to check all those, of but course. But if we're leading 100% of our eights, then we might have too many bluffs. Um, yeah, because we're in the big blind. We yeah. have a lot of eights. Yeah, right? we have any suited eight, probably. Yeah, and maybe a bunch of off-suit eights, too, right? Yeah. Like, we have jack eight. We probably have queen eight. We probably have king eight. Yeah. Um, off-suit, I mean. Yeah. Right? And, of course, we have ace eight. And then the other way, eight, six is the nuts, or second, second nuts. nuts. Eight, five, I think we have. Yeah, eight, four is like a maybe. Eight, four is where it starts to get close. And then eight, three, and eight deuce are only suited. Yeah, so we have too many bluffs if we lead all of our eights. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we can't lead all of them by any means. So we maybe we just want to lead the, maybe we do just want to lead the eights with a pair as like a kind of a semi-bluff type thing. Well, we have a pair. Why do we need to, like yeah, we, I know. we that, may have the best feels a little weird. I don't think we should be leading the eights with a pair. I think we should be leading our worst eights, eights that don't have backdoor equity or um, flush draw wise. And can't hit an overcard to make the best pair. Exactly. Like ace eight feels like showdownable. We can sometimes hit an ace anyway and win. That feels like way, way better to check call with. All right. So we lead... Eight five, and the weaker suited eights that we would call with, like eight three suited and eight deuce suited. So it's like sixteen plus another eight is twenty four combos of that, something like that. Uh, and eight four suited. So the, okay, cool. So, but then we also we, I'd rather have combos. king jack and queen jack than those hands. So we should probably have started our semi bluffing range with with that instead of the eights. Well, isn't that a reason why we want to lead? Like, king, jack, and queen, jack, we can actually check call, though. That, we could. It's, like, That's okay true. to be in our check calling That's range. That's true. Like, eight do suited, we can check call, but it's got so much less going for it, right? Like, hitting a pair isn't good, and when we get there, it's really obvious. Yeah. Like, it's really true. hard to get paid. So that's why these hands are better to play, I think, aggressively than a king, jack, queen, jack, where we, like, hit a king on the turn. Um, Shemi may keep betting anyway. Like, just bluff, because it's a good card for him to bluff. Or we make our straight, and sometimes it's going to be a little harder to see and stuff like that. Yeah. So... Yeah, okay. I can agree with that. Right on. And then we have all of our combos of Jack-8 and 6-8 in there. Yep. It's probably a little bit too value-heavy still, but it's probably okay. I mean, if we're leading, we, in theory, we want to have something like 2-to-1 bluffs to... Uh, yeah. I mean, semi-bluffs, but bluffs to uh, to value. So We might have to... If well, we're not going to lead all of our straights, though. Okay. Either. We're going to lead some of them, right? We're going to check-raise with some, we're going to check-call with some, we're going to lead with some of them, right? All right. Doing this right. So if Uzonis is a reasonable player, which I imagine he is, yeah. that's the type of range that Shemian would probably be putting him on. Yes. I think that's right. Like very strong hands and strong draws. Yeah. And sometimes like top two. Yeah, sure. Two pair hands. Yeah. Once in a while, too, maybe. Yeah. Um, so what do you want to do with Shemian against that range when you get 150K let into you here and you have Queen Jack? And how d- we're deep, right? Yeah, we're very deep. We were the effective stack between us and Uzonis with 3.7 million at the 40K big blind. There is currently 330K in the pot. Yeah. Plus the 150 that Uzonis leads for. Um, I, think, I think I like a call more than a raise here because, as you're saying, this, this range is such that once in a while we're going to raise and get blown off our equity. 
we're in position against this guy anyway. It's not that expensive when you're, especially if you're considering uh, how deep we are. Yeah. I think a call is pretty good. A queen or a jack may be good. Turns out they're not, but might be good here. Mm-hmm. Um, we also will have opportunities to bluff later in the hand, and we can represent, as you like to talk about, a stronger range by calling that, or not, not a stronger range, but a, a wider a range, wider of, range of legit value by yeah. calling rather than raising. Where as soon as we raise, now we're repping sets. And I don't even know what else we're repping, honestly, except maybe top two in sets. I mean, yeah. hard to come up with much else we're repping. So I think a call makes a lot more sense. Like, we would call with aces, right? Yeah, also our opponent has a range advantage on this board. Yeah. So, yeah, I, also, I agree with all you said. The only pitfall is that if an eight comes, it's going to get hard, be hard to get paid a lot but, of the time. I agree, but two things. Number one, we're Shemi, and we've got this weird, wacky rep. So we might be able to get paid more than most Maybe. if an eight comes. Uh, although often we'd be checking back most of our value yeah. when an eight comes because there's no reason to lose our mind. Right, and but based on the range we constructed for Yazonis when he leads, he doesn't have many jacks in his range at all. He just has right. jack eight and king jack and right. maybe sometimes not king jack, you know? Yeah. Um, but the, on the other side, if a king comes, we can maybe still get real, really yeah. paid. Even if Yazonis checks his, you know some of his hands there. He's often going to be checking to check call, I would think, when a king comes, right? Yeah, if he has something like 7-9 for bottom two, he's not going to love a king, but he's probably going to call. He might bet, yeah. actually, too. Like, what do we have? King-10? That's the only yeah. thing the king really hits. King-king. King-king, okay, sure. Yeah. But not too much. Right. So he may bet again, too. Um, but the king is nice because it's a little bit, it's a little less scary, even though, and it's a card we're often going to bluff, which yeah. is kind of good. So I like it. Also, the other thing that's important is we have Salah behind us, too. So raising, we could, we could really just put ourselves in all these weird spots where we get to just call relatively cheap, see what, see what Salah does, and hopefully earn position the rest of the hand as soon as he folds. Yeah, and it's not going to be super obvious that we have the hand that we do if we get there. You know, we have a right. lot of one-pair hands here. We look like ace-10, ace-9. Aces, whatever. Overpairs. Yeah. And, of course, hands like this, too. King-jack, queen-jack, king-queen. Yeah. All are here, too. King-queen is probably there. King-jack is a lot easier to be there because it's a double gutter instead of just a gutter. It's overs and, the, and draw to the nuts with yeah. the gutter. He's definitely not folding yeah, for one not. bet. he's not. All right, so Shemian does decide just to call, and uh, Salah folds his two fives. Yep. The pot is now 630K, and I'm going to stir the pot and say, no, 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 nitrogen sports poker room. Choo-choo-choo-choo. That was a very sing-songy train. Rigga, 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 rigga. That's the train moving in its sing-songy way because it's like Thomas the Tank Engine train. The nitrogen know? sports train kids. is so happy because it has so many nice things to say about you people, such as come play on Nitrogen Sports Poker Room using the link in the description of this podcast for <laughs> access to exclusive Poker Guys events. Also, what else are you saying, Nitrogen Sports Poker Train? We love you. Yes, of course, Nitrogen loves you. We love you so. <laughs> Um, anyway, you can play poker with us on there. You can play poker without us. You can sports bet. Uh, they, it's NFL season right now. A lot yes. of people are sports betting. You can bet on the NBA coming up pretty soon. That's exciting stuff. Hell yeah. College football, whatever you want. Whatever you like, you can do on Nitrogen Sports Poker, <laughs> assuming it fits into one of the things that they actually offer. Right. Which also includes casino games. Yeah, that's so true. Get on Nitrogen, get you some poker. Uh, it's a Bitcoin-only poker site, so withdrawals are very fast, but that's not always the case with Bitcoin operating sites. Sometimes they use their own internal processing. It takes a couple days, you know? Too true, man. Too true. Nitrogen's like 60 to 90 minutes. You want that money? You get that money. Yeah. I think it's closer to 90 than 60, but still, that's super sweet and super fast. I just did a withdrawal yesterday, and bingo, bango, bongo, it showed up in my wallet. <laughs> Good. 
That's good. And the ad is yeah. finished now. Did we tell them about the tournament? No, but we tell we have them a monthly it. tournament every at the end of everything. You got to use the link in the description. Okay, moving on. Yeah, <laughs> use the link in the description. That's the key takeaway here. Okay. All right, we got 630K in the pot. Uzonis heads up with Shemian. 7, 9, 10 rainbow flop. Uzonis has the nuts with Jack 8. Shemian's got the open ender with Queen Jack. I, interestingly enough, yeah, uh, it's not actually that interesting, but it's a lot better to have King Jack than Queen Jack if you're Shemian. I think you get paid more easily when you get there. I'm trying to think about why that is in your mind. Maybe if you not. King Jack, because you hit a queen? You mean if you, you had a, a, if you had a queen, it's like a little bit of a less obvious draw that came in. Than the king? Yeah. Maybe it's not that much better. I mean, when we bet and get called, we think he has all the same. They're, they're all calling all those Yeah, hands. that's true. Never mind. So on the flop, I don't think it matters. I got all excited about that idea, yeah. but it was just, it was nothing. It's okay. This is what we do on this show. We sometimes, take chances. Sometimes. We go out there on a ledge. Sometimes. Sometimes we're wrong. All right. 630K in the pot. Five of spades on the turn. So six, all I would have hit a set of fives. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That would have been the end of Sala. Yep. He's lucky. He's very lucky. Uzonis um, is going to continue betting. Do you think there's any argument for checking now? I'm thinking the only reason we would check is a check raise. Yes. Right. And the problem with check raising is we're going to blow Patrick off all his one pair there's of hands. There's no Patrick in this hand. Right. But it's true about Patrick. <laughs> all the same. We're going to blow Ola off all of his one pair of hands if we raise a lot of the time. I mean, Ola could decide to get, you know, really stubborn. Yeah. Fine. But basically, if he's going to get really stubborn, we're going to get three suits of value anyway, and it's going to be great. We're going to make a lot in this thing. All right. If we expect that Ola's going to have a little GTO element to his game, mm -hmm. what hands that Ola called the flop with will he fold the turn to? Uh, it's a three, normal turn 375 back. into 630. I, five. I think he's going to fold. Um, if he has ace eight suited, he's probably going to fold the turn. Probably fold all his nines, right? Uh, he's going to fold his nines. He's going to fold probably the overs with the gutters now. Like King Jack now and King Queen now probably are not. Well, King Jack's still a double gutter. Oh, you're right. You're right. My bad. Sorry. King Queen though is is now. King a Queen fold, is I a think. fold, but King Jack, I think you got to keep. Yeah. Chugging along. We have the overalls. Maybe you call with Ace Eight because you have showdownable value. You think you can hit your Ace and you're open ended. It depends on the sizing now. Three seventy five into six thirty. Yeah. I think it's close. I'm. I would probably fold because I'd be worried about ever getting any extra value out of this hand. And Ace yeah. comes, he check folds. Now he won't, of course. Yeah. We don't know this. Um. A jack or a six comes, he check folds, right? Like, yeah. it's so hard to get paid. When he checks and we bet when a jack comes, it's like, he's just done. What's he supposed to do? Now, again, he's got a hand that he can call with, but it's hard to put him on that hand. All and right. you wouldn't. So we fold out the potential chop hands of eights if we're using us making this bet. We fold out the one pair nines, which we really don't want to fold out because they have 0% equity against us. Right. Unless it's jack nine, then it mm -hmm. can chop. Um and we might fold out some tens. What do you think? Like jack ten suited? I mean, not jack ten, probably queen ten suited. I would expect he's going to feel like obligated to call with um, a chunk of his value range, and so the tens are just going to be forced to stick around. They're all going to be pretty good tens. I think he's just going to stick around. He's got over pairs too, though that he could choose instead. That's true. I, I mean, he's not folding the over pairs. I would guess either. Yeah. Um, but if he's going to fold a bunch of his draws and he's going to fold his nines or his one pair of hands in general. Um, then I think tens are probably at least the good tens are going to have to stick around. Like there aren't that many over pairs. I mean, Jack ten has to stick around because you have the gut shot with it, right? 
Okay, so maybe so when you say Queen Ten, maybe that's a maybe that's a reasonable nominee to fold. Yeah. And it, then it comes down to if we think the Azonis is really tight, which we might think that. Yeah, I mean then maybe we could, then we have to consider folding over pairs also. From though, an exploit right? perspective, it's time to start considering folding one pair of hands. Yeah. In general. When he goes bet, bet. He bets into two players, we call it bets again. The problem is if we know he's got any like bet his draw spot here, or like pair in a draw. Now we have to call with our over pairs, we have to call it Jack Ten again and Stuff like that. Maybe we fold Queen 10 once in a while. Yeah, but, but this is the guy who played the Ace-King that way. I know. But we might not know that at this point as Ola. I'm not sure. It's streaming, so we might. Yeah. We might know that, especially because the, the Georgi showed the seven deuce off. Right, that's true. So that was the kind of hand where we're going to have found out what Good he Good job had. remembering that guy's name. I did see it, oh, at okay. least. So. But I did remember how to pronounce it, which I think still gets deserves some accolades. Well, you'll get some in the mail. Okay. Uh, I like pub- to see what those Publishers like. Clearinghouse. You may have already won. Accolades? Money and accolades, man. Which is better? <sighs> obviously accolades. There's, well, it depends on how much money it is, is the, is the right answer. The answer is money, obviously. Would you rather win 10 cents or lots of accolades? I think in people's true hearts, if they honestly said what they okay, felt, accolades. they would go with accolades. All right, Even for you... like a, a little bit of dollars. But go on. Go ahead. Would That's you rather point. win the World Series of Poker main event and receive $5 million or get second and receive $7 million? Second? Yeah. Although I would wonder... Actually, I don't know if that's the right uh, because answer. Of, well, but your answer is financial anyway. Yes, of course it is, right? Yeah. Which is it may be more valuable to yeah. win sec- first place because it may be worth more than $2 million. It probably is worth more than $2 million yeah. for, the, for the, your lifetime, right? Um, okay, but you're right. That's still based on financial. Well, you asked the question, man. It's not my fault. Everything is your fault. Ask a better question. All right. Why can birds fly? I don't get it. It's a wing thing. It's about okay. wings. Can you explain to me how they do it, though? See, you take I, the buffalo sauce and you put them with the wings. How is that related to flying? You asked about wings. I'm telling you. I didn't ask about wings. I asked how birds fly. <laughs> Jonathan just farted. It all happened at the same time. It was amazing. <laughs> just thinking about buffalo sauce got you flatulent. Yeah. Um, can't help it. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Continuing on. All right, so Yozonis is bet 375K. What do you want to do as Ola Shemian? The five shouldn't really change anything. Remind me how much this is in the pot and how much we have, what the effective stack is. Okay, so Yozonis bets 375 into 630, and Shemian as the effective stack has like three and a half million. Okay, so we still have a reasonable amount we could in theory win. Yeah. I'd be worried that if we hit our eight, we may not be able to get paid. Right. I think Especially if, we, if he has a two-pair hand or something like right. that. Right. If we hit our king, we might be able to get paid. We might be, yeah. That's, that's reasonable. He may check or he may bet, but either way, we're going to get a street of value from him, right? If we knew the hand he had, we probably would want to call because the implied odds are so freaking amazing with, with a hand like this. But I'm worried, about hit, I'm worried about the implied odds on this hand. I guess we have to believe our queen is good sometimes if we hit it, too. Yeah. Um, otherwise, I don't think we can stick around. We're getting like 2.6 to 1. That's true. We're in position. Yeah. Sometimes he's going to check the river giving up and we're going to be able to bluff if we're both on a draw. Like, he could have the same hand as we do. And he may just give up. He's like, all right, all right, you're not folding. You know, like, I see you're not folding. And then we just get to win. That's a, if we, and actually, if we know he's as tight as we've seen, like making some of these things, if we know about the ace-king hand, that's another reason to call now so we can bluff the river. Mm. We could just say to ourselves, anytime he checks the river and we don't, like, make a straight, we have to bet as a bluff. Yeah, you I know? guess that's reasonable. We can get him off things. Maybe he'll fold some some hands he just sh- shouldn't fold. Yeah, I don't know. I am worried. I feel like the king is the only really good outcome here. Yeah, I agree. Like, it's really hard to get paid, like you're saying. I agree. And a king may also screw up our getting paid anyway. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's reasonable to consider folding at this point. Yeah, I think so. 
I think it's totally reasonable. But Ola Shemian ain't playing that game. Ola Shemian, baby, like, am I raising or am I calling here? You yeah. Know? And if yeah. that's the case, then I think against Yuzonis, probably a call is better when he decides to bet twice. Now, we know a raise wouldn't work, or but maybe yeah. a raise is better against his range. Oh, good. Go on. Like, if his range includes ace-8 and hands like that, yeah, we raising is definitely good against those hands. And then if he has a bunch of two-pair combos, they might not fold the turn, but they're going to strongly consider folding the river on another barrel if we raise here. Oh, that's true. That's true. But we are Olashemian, and our yeah. map is, is that of a sort of crazy person. So... We're gonna. We should be less successful. It may not matter with a guy like Yazonis, you know. Yeah, he might just be so tight, right? Where he's like, it doesn't matter. You know, there's so you see so many guys like that where they have the same like folding range against the maniacs as they do against the tight yeah. people. Like they're just playing their own cards instead of like adjusting to that. And it's such a big mistake, obviously, especially against the the known maniacs. You know, right? Where clearly like, you're supposed to widen that stuff. But I don't know. I think Yazonis would consider folding bottom two if. On the turn, if Shemian raised right now. I mean, you're not beating anything. Right. Right. You're beating no value when yeah. you get raised, if you have bottom two. Um, we do block the nuts as Patrick, which is kind of cool. That's a better reason to raise. We do. That's and actually a reason no to raise, no Patrick too. in the hand, once again. I'm talking about Patrick Antonius. And Ole Shemian is sitting next to him, and they're friends, probably, because they're both on the EPT, and they both... Are European? They are. Yeah. So back me up, bro. Why, why aren't we brothers in arms? Why can't I trust you in a foxhole? This is why. Because this right here, this is why. Because you keep calling Olashemian Patrick Antonius? And you don't help me. Yeah. <laughs> I try to help you. I'm correcting you. <laughs> That's not good enough. I need you to act like I did the right thing. <laughs> Tell people I'm right. You're not, though. <laughs> See, this is what I'm talking about. This is why if there's a war, I don't want you on my side. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be at war someday. We will. You and me are just war. Uh, I mean, Who? Who's we? One way or the other. It could be so many different things. There's going to be a knife fight. The U.S.? Oh, a knife fight. So yeah. that's just you and me. Yeah. Wow. We might be fighting for whatever cause we're Oh, we're going to be on, on the same side? No, no. We'll be on opposite oh. sides of uh, whatever oh. cause. Or oh, it might just be a personal war between us. You know? knives? Knives will be part of the larger war. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. You need to really, you know, different days. You got to keep it. You know, you have like, to you diversify know. your weapons. Yeah, or it's, else it's boring. It gets boring. It's why you have casual Fridays, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, same kind of a thing. Yeah. So cool. that's like hand to hand combat. Is that casual Friday? It's Knife Tuesday, baby. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank God, Knife Tuesday's here. Yeah, I can't wait. T G I K T. All right, moving on. Moving on. Shemian does decide to call. I think it's an interesting thing to explore raising, but yeah. that is certainly a very high variance option, and you can get blown off your hand. That said, um, we're not sure. How, we don't. We probably don't have that much equity, and it's okay to raise at this point. We probably have. Yeah, we're hoping to have twenty percent equity at this point. We may not. We may have yeah. even less than that, as like an eight may be taken and things like that. As we see, it. that's right. the case, right? Oh, I guess if an eight's taken, unless he has exactly jack eight or eight six, then we have our overcards. Yeah. Too. Anyway. Anyway. A raise is interesting and not crazy. Not crazy, but Shemian decides just to call. Yeah. So the pot is now 1.38 million. Okay. The flop was 7, 9, 10 rainbow. The turn was the five of spades, which did bring a second spade. We didn't discuss that, but that doesn't really usually make a difference. It shouldn't matter too much. I mean, it means that Shemian has some nines left in his range that are nine X of spades. Correct. Ace, nine of spades. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah. The river is a bing bong. It's the eight of clubs. It's an unfair, crazy river. The eight of clubs. I guess the king is worse. Yeah. The no no flush comes in. 
Yeah, the, 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 yeah, the eight of not spades. That's part of it, right? Right. So there's a four straight, and uh, Shemian has the immortal nuts because we are on the river. Seven, eight, nine, ten. He's got queen jack. Well, Yazonis, poor Yazonis, who had jack eight and flopped the nuts, now just has, well, it still looks pretty good, the jack high straight and the second nuts. All right. So as Yazonis, do you want to bet or do you want to check? I think we absolutely have to bet here. Explain. Well, if we check, so often Ola's going to have hands that are either chopping with us or checking back right away. Yeah. Like, let's say he's got two kings. He's never betting. Nope. If he has ace nine or ace ten of spades. Right. Obviously never betting those hands. He's like, oh, you have it. I hope you have ace eight. I check. Like, yeah. he knows he's not going to get value out of, out of that stuff. He's not going to try and bluff us off two pair, I don't think. In that spot, like there's just no reason to do that. He's going to be good way too often to do that, right? Yeah. Um, and if Patrick even has like the there's bottom, no Patrick in the hand. <laughs> I'm talking. I said if, so I'm talking hypothetically. Obviously, seriously, they'll get it through your head. It's, it's really Ola. weird. I'm seeing Ola, but I'm saying Patrick. I think his name is Patrick Shem Shemtonius. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if Ola. <laughs> By the way, again, you could be more supportive. <laughs> I can't because you keep fucking up. See, I have to. This have is to, not supportive. No, there needs to be a Pavlovian sort of treatment here. It's not working, though. <laughs> it takes a while. Take a different approach, man. You know what they say the definition of insanity is, right? Oh, no. It's craziness. It's yeah, if you're crazy. It's just being nuts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I was saying, though, um, if Ola has the bottom end of the straight or something like that. We want to get value out of that, right? And we get more value, I think, by betting than by check-raising, let's say. Um, not that we're going to check-raise anyway, although we could, because I guess we can't check-raise because we're afraid we're going to just fold out everything but a chop and anyway, yeah, check-raise, yeah. right? So we're just going to check-call. Don't we want to set the price instead of letting him set the price? I think we do. I think we're just supposed to bet this. Do you agree? I think so. It's, it feels really hard to get called by a worse hand. I mean, we, we really need him to think we... I don't know, man. It's really hard because it. We now, now, what does it look like? We had the whole way. Like, what hand did we have that makes sense besides this hand? Queen Jack, King Jack, hands like that. Yeah. What else for value? What else? What other jacks do we have in our hand? We were betting Jack Ten the whole way. Not believable. Is it possible for us to maybe to be doing on the old bet fold with a nine ten or a set of sevens or something? So we're trying to get heroed by a worse hand, though. Yeah, it seems so unlikely. It does. Like, is he really going to hero when he's got two kings here if we bet the river also? I mean, he may sit there and say the same thing. Like, what jacks do you really have? The only bluffs Yuzonis could have here are uh, eights that now feel like an eight is not good enough. Right. But he's often not even going to bet an eight on the turn. He's going to check an eight a lot on the turn. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. I'm wrong. He's going to bet an eight on the turn. A lot of the time, yeah. I was thinking sevens. Um, You know, that Patrick with his sevens... um, so, Yazonis, yeah, no, I agree. He could have an eight and turn it into a bluff on the river. That's true. Um, but we've seen he's not the kind of guy who seems to be very, he's very careful with his chips from that one other hand anyway. Yeah. Where, like, most players in the world are either going to four bet ace king preflop or move in on the flop against that dude on that flop, right? Yep. When, you have, when you flop the royal flush draw and instead he called and folded the turn somehow. Yep. Um, and it was horrific. Well, folding the turn was mathematically correct, actually, against a normal range. I understand that. Yeah. But, like, if you call, you're calling so that the only reason to call is to induce, right, in that hand. I think he was just trying to mitigate variance. I think he was, too. Yeah. Like he was calling for the wrong reasons. But that goes back to what I'm talking about here, which is he's really careful with his chips. He really doesn't want to, like, 
put all these extra all these extra chips in in these spots. So it really feels like there's not too many good options for Arizona's on the river here. Like nothing feels like it's good. We just have to bet. We have to bet and hope somehow, some way, um, Ola has. A, I don't know how we supposed Ola, to have a like, six has in his hand. An, a pair of aces and puts us on King Queen. Like that's what we got to hope. How for. does he have a six in his hand ever? Either he yeah, he doesn't. doesn't. We have to, we have to get heroed by a one pair hand. Like we have we have to, and it's so hard to get heroed on this runout. Like what do we have? I don't even know. Could he ever have like a set that he's slow playing, and now we get to this point, and it's just going to go check check, and this way we bet, and maybe sometimes get heroed by the set. Maybe so rare. But checking doesn't seem that good either because if Shemian has aces, he's just going to tap the table and hope they're good. We got to give him a chance to do something. Also, yeah. he's Shemian. Like, the thing is, actually, maybe the reason to check is because he's Shemian. And maybe he's going to do some weird, like, I'm just going to make sure you fold. Like, I guess I might Shemian be could have specifically, like, King Queen of Spades, and that could be a hand that he shows up here with and then bluffs. He could have King Queen of Spades. Maybe he has an overpair. This card comes. We had a set of sevens, which we could have. Yeah. Right? We went bet, bet, and now we have to check. And he's like, I'm beat too often. Like, yeah, 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 you have an eight sometimes, but I'm beat too often. But I can get you to fold, like, all this stuff. Maybe? So we check to induce that way? I mean, it's super thin, and there's not a, there's not a lot to do here that's going to work out. This is us. such a crappy card. It just makes it yeah. so hard for you as to get value. Now, we know he can't get value because well, yeah. Shemian has a better hand. Well, that's really hard. He's got the nuts, too, so he's yeah. never going to fold. We can't, get, we can't get him to fold, and we can't get value. So what we should do is check fold, but since that's obviously never going to happen with this No, hand, that's not an impossible. option. Yeah. Um, I guess I like betting when we have a hand this strong because I'm afraid it's going to go check, check so often, but Ola is the one of the, one of the guys to consider checking to let him do something weird with I his I think one what we're hands. supposed to do is we're supposed to bet really small. Oh, that's not... To try and induce yeah. that way. Like, like we have two pair and like, go ahead, yeah. raise me, blow me up. That's good. I like that. Yeah. That's the best plan. Yeah, I think Uzonis messes up the sizing here because there's 1.38 million. He does bet. He bets 725K. Instead of like 175K. Yeah, like sometimes we get just called by two kings if we bet like 200K. We're never getting called by two kings when we bet 725K. Nope. I agree. Now, there is... We're deep enough that, he, that there's still fold equity for Ola in his mind, if yeah. he had two Kings that, but now we're doing some really high variance stuff, right? Instead of like, yeah, we bet 175. If he raises, we can comfortably call if somehow, some way we're beat, which he can have queen Jack as yeah. we see. And of course that's possible. We know this is possible as you zone us anyway. Um, it doesn't cost us our entire stack. That's cool too. And we get a little more value and we induce sometimes. I like, I like this idea a lot. This is the best idea. Yeah. This is a good job. Nice Thank job. you. You're welcome. Thank you. But he bet 725. Yeah. Okay. And Olshemian is feeling very happy and European and scarf-like and wondering how much should I make it? Right. Because it's illegal not to raise. Um, so 725 in, into 1.38 was the bet. So there's... Shemian little... started the street with like 3.15 million. And there's now there's like 2 million in the pot or 2.1 million in the pot, something like that, right? Two point. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Maria Ho argues for not going all in here because she's doing the commentary. Yeah. I... She says something weird, though. It doesn't really... Oh, her sense. reasoning is, makes no sense, and it's like, I'm sure she like really regrets saying that if she's watched herself. Right, because Hardigan she... asks, okay, why do you think it's better not to go all in? And she said, because he blocks the nuts. He blocks the nuts straight. It's <laughs> Which, like, well, yeah, yeah, I mean... He has the nuts straight. When you have the nuts, you block the nuts. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. the way it's always going to be. So you shouldn't go all in when you have the nuts? Like, what are you talking about? Um, yeah, we have a jack in our hand. There's still three jacks left in, in Yazona's bet. Like, he can have a jack. Yeah. 
If he doesn't have a jack, he's folding almost to any sizing. I think we should size this up in a way that as if he has a jack. We're hoping he has a jack, and let's try and get called by that. Because everything else is a hero anyway. Everything on the... I mean, a jack is a hero. A jack is much less of a hero, though. Because now we have to have one... If he has a jack, there's the cuts on the combos we can have. We opened... You know, well, I guess we opened plus three, so that's fine. A jack is still a hero, but a jack could be up against another jack. At least it's possible. Yeah, I think it's similar to Uzonis' predicament that it is difficult to get value as Shemian. I mean, if, if Uzonis has a jack, which he does, that's really your only hope to get value. And sometimes that might not work out. Yeah, I mean, I don't really believe Shemian would raise a jack in this spot. Because I don't it would think be a so mistake. either. It's a pretty clear mistake to raise a jack here, I think. All right, so Shemian raises $2.5 million, which yeah. is almost his entire remaining stack. I think that's probably the right idea to, to go a bit big here. Oh, no, I think big is good. I yeah. mean, I think it's this or all in. I actually kind of just like all in. Yeah. Like, let's look like we're desperate to get him to fold. Like, you know. It's, it's tough to know. And now Uzonis is not happy. Well, he shouldn't be happy. Yeah. I mean, now, do you know about that guy's backstory? <laughs> no, I don't. Okay. I don't feel comfortable talking okay. about it. It involves... Sharks. Pampers, sharks, boots. That's all I'm going to say. All right. But in ways you wouldn't imagine. Does those it have to combine. do with the movie Puss in Boots? It does not. I did not say cats. Yeah, but you didn't, said you didn't say pampers. it involves exclusively these things. But I applied it. Oh, my God. Where are those knives? All right. Let's, uh, let's get back to the hand. <laughs> it is Monday. It's not Knife Tuesday yet. Oh, yeah. What, what is Monday. It's um, just regular bag of rocks Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Got to find a good rock. That's or two. good. That's good. Bag of rocks Monday. All, All right. right. So Shamin's made a 2.5 million. I like a shove, but it's fine. I mean, this yeah. is obviously really good too. Okay. So I have a couple things that scare me as you zone us here. Go. Our reputation is tight. If we have a reputation at the table. Yep. And he's deciding to raise anyway. Mm-hmm. On this run out, Really? Is Shemian going to have any bluffs in his range? I feel like it's That's not hard. possible. I'm struggling to come up with some. Maybe King, Queen of Spades specifically because he blocks the right. nuts. That's a reason to do it. Maybe Queen, Queen for the same reason. Blocks the nuts there too. Those are, those are like the queens he can show up with here. Those are the only queens he can show up with. I guess maybe sometimes he has Queen 10. We were saying we thought he was probably going to fold Queen 10 on the turn, but we don't know. Queen 10 is a candidate to call with. Um, and then he could show up with that's another blocking of the nuts, but okay. Seems unlikely for him yeah. to show up with Queen Ten of Spades. There you go. But then he's he's uh turning a ten into a bluff, which he's not always gonna do. Same with Queen Queen. Right. The thing is, yeah, same with Queen Queen. Is it possible Uzonis has hands like seven, eight, eight, nine? So he rivers two pair. Um, and it's doing one of those things of like, well, if I check, I'm going to hate, I want to choose the sizing myself and I don't, I want to put the decision on you rather than deal with them kind of a thing. I mean, he's definitely bet folding those hands. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a merge when he yeah. bets that, right? Yeah. Cause then he doesn't really know where he's at and doesn't know if he's going to get called by worse hands or fold out better hands. Both those things are possible. I'm not a huge fan of betting with two pair there with, for 700. No. I, I really prefer checking, letting Shemi and bet and then figuring out what the hell to do. Yeah. But I can understand where you're like, I'm not going to know what the hell to do. So you've, you don't now, now you don't know what the hell to do. Suck it. <laughs> Suck it. Ola. Here's, here's the thing that makes me want to fold as Uzonis. Yeah, go ahead. We are entirely uncapped. We could have Queen Jack. That is something I'm very aware of. And, and Shemian is doing this anyway. The fact that Shemian raises makes me think 
not, not, not that he raises, sorry, but the, he won't raise the river, I think, because we absolutely can have Queen Jack, and we'd play Queen Jack like this a right. lot. So Shamian wouldn't raise the river as a bluff usually, and he wouldn't raise the river with just a jack. Well, he might raise the river as a bluff, but, but not he with wouldn't just a raise jack. with just a jack, yeah. right? Because it's you might like put yourself in the worst of all situations but with a jack. I feel like the only bluffs are the queen-related bluffs that we talked about, and mm-hmm. that's, that's liberally six combos. Okay. I mean, queen, queen. Yeah. Three combos of that. King, queen, a spade. six combos of queen, queen, but it's yeah. also not going to happen every time with queen, queen. For sure. Yeah. Right. The king, queen, of spades. I mean, we don't know if he's bluffing with any of these combos, right. really. But if there are combos, these are the kinds of combos, right? Maybe queen, 10. Maybe. I just don't feel like he's bluffing against this guy on this run out very often. Also, does he need to make it this much if he's bluffing? Can he make it like 1.9 or 2? Like, he doesn't have to put in this much of a stack. It's the same. Yeah. Like, you're getting called by the same but range. But that's really unbalanced and bad, and you know Shemian's not like that. I do know that. I do know that. But still, I'm wondering about it. Like, it's unbalanced and bad, but maybe against a guy like Uzonis, you don't have to be balanced at all. I feel like Uzonis is pretty good, and you do have to be balanced against him. Yeah? Yeah, he's got, like, good online results and stuff. We he looked does? Him, yeah, we looked him up okay. um, from the last time we, okay. we did the thing. He's a pro. He just... Oh, he is a pro. I just can't believe he played that ace-king suitor like that. <laughs> anyway. Um, Pros make mistakes. Yes, they do. Anyway. So uh, so the question comes back to... Does Shemian ever not have queen-jack is really the question. Well, if we think his value is only queen-jack, which I think it kind of is, yep. we believe he would play queen-jack like this. Yep. At least some of the time. He might raise it sometimes, but he might really just call with it twice. Yep. Um... And if we're trying to think of what bluffs does he have, there aren't that many to come up with, right? It feels like King, Queen of Spades is the most obvious candidate. Could he ever be... This is something that you asked earlier. Could he ever be turning an eight into a bluff? If he has ace, eight of diamonds or something like that, could he just be turning that into he, a bluff? I mean, it's a really bad candidate. You, yep. You, we block, block, an, you we block, block an eight. <laughs> you don't want to block an eight like when you're bluffing here as Shemian. Right. You want him to have an eight yeah. yourself, right? You want him to have nine, eight, seven, yeah. eight, things like that, two pair hands. Also, he called the turn. He didn't raise the turn. He put in a significant amount of chips on the turn. Yeah. We just didn't have to do that, right? So all his bluffs are going to, like, he's got to have a hand that makes some kind of sense most of the time anyway. Maybe once in a while he's got some weird sick double float thing, but almost never. It just seems like a bad play to have a weird sick double float thing here, Shemian. Jonas is entirely uncapped and has a huge range advantage. And bet three streets. Yeah. He bet the river. You just can't raise the river here very often without having it, right? I think Shemian pretty much exclusively has the nuts here. Because, mainly because it's so clear that what's-his-face, Uzonis can also have the nuts. Yeah. And so it's like, well, I hope you have just a jack, buddy. Yeah. And it turns out he does, so that's amazing. Uzonis has exactly what Ola wants him to have. Yep. And uh, Uzonis folds. Uzonis folds anyway. I think it's a correct fold. I've seen Phil Galfon make this fold also in uh, one of the Poker Masters where he had, there were three cards to a straight. No, there must have been four cards to a straight, and he had like a 10, and that, that was the top end of the straight. And he bet and got raised on the turn, and he just folded, I think to Bonomo, and Bonomo had Jack 10. And he just like thought for a while and just folded. And I think he's It's just probably like, a similar situation to this where it's like, can you really in this situation not have the nuts? And are you really raising... Like, yeah, the, are you really raising the not nuts when I can have the nuts? Now, yeah. I, don't, I don't remember the hand and how it played out exactly, but I'm assuming Phil Galfon's very, very aware that 
in his range there, he can have Jack 10 too. So how yeah. can Bonomo raise him? Right. right. That's just not a spot where he, he thinks it's going to happen. So he folded correctly. And it was pretty sweet. You know, like almost no one folds there, you know? Yeah. And you have to be careful, of course, because as soon as you start making folds like Yazonis made, now more people should be going after you, right? Right, but not on this run out in this line. All, not on this line, run out this line. And also, let's not forget, we're at the final table of an EPT, which yeah. just Yazonis isn't going to be at very many of those. And this isn't going to come up very often, right? Yeah. Like, he's probably going to be a little more careful in this spot than normal. By the way, that's a reason to go after him if you're Ola, where you but care less. you just go after him with random two cards, just because... Yeah, that's the problem. It would have to be, you know, you have to have a queen in your hand yeah. to do it. Pretty sweet, though, to go have queen-queen and just raise that river. We saw Tobias uh, Rankemeyer do that once against Jonathan Duhamel. Yeah, that's right. That was, it was a little bit of a different spot, but he had two queens in his hand, and it was that he was repping a flush, and Duhamel was repping a straight. Yeah. Duhamel folded the straight. Yeah, and that was one of the coolest hands we've ever done. Yeah, that was a great hand. That was a great hand. Um, so actually, Tobias, didn't, I don't think, had any blockers even. He just... No, but the way the hand played no, I think out, he, uh, blocked the combo draw, which would have ended up being a flush, oh. and it, w- it made sense because of that. Oh, that's cool. But also the way the hand played out, it was really hard for Duhamel to have a flush. The way he played it, like, yeah. Flush card came on the turn. Duhamel check called. The straight card comes on the river. Duhamel leads out, and it's like you just have a straight, right? Yeah. Like or a bad flush, maybe. Like you almost never have the nuts, and Tobias just raised with his overpair. And yeah, it was great. I just don't see Shemian doing that in this spot. I think his most likely action with two queens is folding the river. I'm just trying to think this through. It's so easy to say this because we know we see the cards. You know what I mean? I'm trying to like really my best to divorce myself from results and outcome here. Yeah. And wondering if Shemian had pocket eights here. Anyone call, call, raise. Um, now he's not raising for value, even though he has a set. So why would he? Why is pocket eights? Oh, pocket eights just because he can get there. Um, so pocket eight is not a good example of this. He would never raise with no. pocket eights, right? He'd call or he'd fold. Yeah. Probably call with yeah. the set, right? Okay, bad example. Oh, it's so hard to come up with an example. This is your point. I think it's a good fold by Yazonis. I think it is, too. I think it is, too. But, man, I wasn't expecting him to fold it for some It's painful. It's so painful to fold when you flop the nuts. You flop the nuts, and you have the second nuts even now. Yeah. Like, hello, exploitation, you know, like. But I think it's still... This is a profitable fold. I guess I think so, too, based on the, the line we've taken, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's possible we're supposed to check the river anyway, like we were talking before, to give Ola a chance to bluff with some of his weird one pair of hands. Oh, it was bet small is what we came to. Oh, bet small, even better, yeah. right? So we bet small, we get raised, of course we're going to call. Yeah. Because now we're trying to induce. Yeah. And actually, it's probably going to cost us more, right? We bet 175, he makes it a million or 1.2, we, we call yeah. quickly and lose. Yep. But that probably is the most profitable line. Yeah, I think so. Okay. That's good. But as played, I like the fold. I think I like it too. As we've said many times, people just aren't bluffing bluff raising the river that often well and if they are it just needs to make more sense for there to be bluffs there like this is not a spot where shemian's going to have bluffs very often yeah there's different runouts and it like the the a good player who is an extremely strong candidate to raise the river is like neil farrell right Mm -hmm. with what with bluffs okay i don't think he would bluff here seems like a bad time to do it I mean, I'm just really aware. So we just did a hand, and this is the hand that either came out last Thursday or coming out next Thursday, probably last Thursday, with Elton Sang and uh, Paul Fua. Yeah. And that is also, there's a check raise on the river, but it's a bluff. Where Elton Sang on a king, ten, deuce, deuce, deuce run out. Sorry, 
That's yes. not right. That's correct. King 10, deuce, deuce, deuce. Okay, that is right. Um, Ellen saying has Queen Jack. He opened under the gun. He He's betting. Fua has King Jack in the cutoff, and he goes, call, call. Ellen saying correctly checks the river. We think giving up. Well, maybe not giving up, but it looks like he's giving up. Fua bets $200,000 of actual money, by the way. Um, Sang raises to like $600,000, and Fua thinks for a while and calls, right? And we, I guess we were saying then, too, like, we think this is probably not a profitable call unless the guy's got a lot of moves in him, right? Yeah. Also, it's a cash game, so you have a little bit more, like, the chips are a little less dear to everyone, especially when these guys are super rich. So I guess it's yeah. a different spot. It is a different spot. Yeah. And there's, in that spot, the check raiser has the range advantage, whereas Shemian is doing this with a range disadvantage. Right. That's a good point. Makes it less likely to be a, a bluff. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. All right, that was fun. All right. I like that. That was a good fold. Yep. Great job, Yuzonis. Not not doing let's find out how everyone finished. I know, I'll tell you what, Olaf Shemian, possibly because of this fold, ends up finishing eighth. Eighth out of eight remaining at this time. Yes. That's so, kind of crazy considering that he's gonna have over hundred blinds after this hand. Well, you know, he's Ola. Yeah, he, so he does his stuff. Just run into stuff. Yuzonis ends up finishing third for three hundred thousand euro. So nice. That's pretty nice. Gets ahead, I, finishes ahead of Georgi. So that's he's good. very unlikely to have done that had he made this call. Uh, almost certainly not. Yeah, yeah, he almost certainly would have been out in eighth. So nice job, buddy. Yeah, cool. Right. GG.